Hi, travelers. Sophie Kainer here again with another quick announcement, which is that if you're listening to this in real time, the next episode of this story, Juno Steel and the Monster's Reflection Part 3, will be coming out in three weeks instead of the regular two. And I know that might feel like a long time to wait. I wish that I could get it out to you sooner, but rest assured that it's because it is a weighty episode and it's also a long episode and I just need the time to do right by it. The other reason is because we are hard at work preparing for our live show, and I wanted to take the opportunity to say thank you so much to everybody who bought tickets and sold it out so fast. We have been amazed, and we can't wait to meet all of you who are coming. So thank you so much, and enjoy the episode. Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies ahead, so if you'll allow me just a moment. Pay no mind to our train's backwards motion, dear traveler. We are now passing through decades of the past. Our next stop, Juno Steel and the Monster's Reflection. So, how'd it start? In Halcyon, obviously. Back when things were alright. Don't get ahead of yourself. Sarah was still working for Northstar back then. Working hard, too. Long days, long nights, and when she was home, she was... fine. A lot of the time. And having something to do always helped her. It did, but even back then, she'd have her moments. Mommy, sorry, okay? I didn't mean to. It was just... I'll get a new monitor, but I just need it. <sighs> but she was trying. You could tell she was trying, right? So? That was always enough for me. Yeah, well, that was always your problem. What, giving people a chance? Being a sucker. She was buying us. I was four years old, and I could tell we were being bought. You really couldn't? I don't remember. You tell me. The turbos. Those turbo action figures and shirts and sheets and prototype toys she'd steal from the office. By the day it all went down, I could always see it coming. Every time Sarah Steele flipped at us, the next day she'd come home with another turbo. Every time. She was buying us off so we'd love her and she could still get away with being... her. Yeah, yeah, fine. I'm not convinced, but... It's your story, Lady Raincloud. And then... She was buying us. Until one day she just... Suddenly wasn't anymore. Okay, you know I don't understand all these numbers you're throwing at me. Can you get to the point? I was in the middle of something. Sarah, there's really no need to get... Yeah, well, I already got. So, hurry it up. (sighs) Who the hell... Coffers aren't as full as they once were. And cuts have to be made. 
big one. It's not fair. There it is. Keeping one fighter. What? You're on the list. Of course I'm on the list. I practically am the list. The hell? Sounds like bad reception. What, you never used a radio before? So was it a radio or my... Whatever, just give me the stupid thing. Why the hell are they cutting creative? It doesn't make any sense. We're behind in the race, so we lose weight by dropping the engine? Why not drop a few zeros from marketing? Kilborn or Lee or... Or what about that jerk in R&D? What the hell's his name? When's the last time he did anything worth a damn for this company, huh? Damn it, lost it. So you had a question? Figured it out on my own, thanks. Well, enlighten me. There were always people in and out of the goddamn house. Million faces. Barely even got a chance to learn their names. That's who that jumble or whatever must have been. Sounds like you think Mom was pretty popular. What happened to the monster angle? The worst monsters are the charming ones. Sarah Steele had a new friend every Friday, and by Monday she'd use him up and we'd never see him again. So is it going to sound like that every time I don't know somebody? Because that's a hell of a headache. It might. Nope. Not putting up with that. At the sound of the tone, the time will be... Hey! Uh... What's up? I'm sick of waiting to see where this dumb radio tunes next. We're going to talk about what happened in the old house that day. I want to hear the old house that day. See if I can jog anything. That sounds right. I don't know, man. That's more like it. Don't rely on this too much, Super Steel. Why not? It's not like you memorized every inch of the house that day, right? So some of this is going to be real, but a lot of it's going to be informed. Your guesses from old stories and half memories and things like that. So we won't use anything we can't confirm. What's the problem? God, look at this place. Can you believe this was our life? Yep. Can't believe how well I remember it. It's a little fuzzy, but I still know where everything is. Dining room's here, kitchen's through there, tall windows, you can see Halcyon Park through. <sighs> Just like that. I remember we used to beg her to go there all the time. It was a nice park. Not that nice. This apartment was huge, wasn't it? All ground floor, too. She never could keep a paycheck more than a month. And <laughs> look at these locks. Analog. Got upsold by some grifter and ended up with the easiest place in the block to break into. Juno. She was an easy target, I guess. Paranoid. Used to check these things like a thousand times before bed each night. Juno. What? You're stalling. None of this happened on the day Mom was talking about. I'm just looking through my memories, like you said. Stalling. <sighs> Mom accused you of giving our lives away. So where did it happen? I... don't remember. You remember she had analog locks, but you don't remember this. Really. I told you I- Nope. Actually, that does sound like you. Forget I said anything. You wanna check out the kitchen? Sure seems like you do. After she found out her job was on the line, she had a lot of guests in here. I remember. 
Why do you think she always brought them into the kitchen? Because she couldn't cook, so eventually they'd take pity on her and make her something. Also, if she was going to have a shouting match, it seemed like she'd rather do it in here. Doors right there, walls didn't echo as much, and she had a lot of shouting matches over the next few months. yelling for a while, I remember. Real happy home. The only good part about the whole thing was that we never saw her. She was always locked in her office. I mean, come on. Not always. Oh yeah, I'm sure you have so many nice memories of fun times in Mom's office. Stay out. If I have to tell you two to leave me alone one more time. Stop knocking. Please, just... Stop knocking. Turbo's here with turbo speed. What the hell? That's interesting. No, it isn't. Turbo, huh? Hey, where the hell are you going? Is this what you call a lead officer? God damn it, Ben, stop. Why? You weren't moving, and it's not like we've got forever in here. The sound of the tone. The time will be. I know, I know, you're right. It's just... a lot. I'll tell the story like I remember it. Just let me tell it at my pace, please. Sure. Sorry to do that to you, Super Steel, but you remember how it was. You were good at planning trouble, but I was always better at getting into it. Yeah, because you thought you were invincible. The morning Sarah was talking about. That was the first day she came out of the office for more than a few minutes, and we were excited. Of course, we were excited. We were kids. We didn't know any better. But that morning, we woke up, and when we went into the living room, Mom was already there. The monitor was on, and Mom was sitting on the couch, bags under her eyes, watching a marathon of... It's Turbo Saves the Day! Brought to you by North Star Entertainment. Yeah, that. So we joined her. When last we left our hero, King the Evil had poised his disc of darkness over Speed City. How do you two like King Evil? He interesting? Okay, huh? Not good enough. Can't kid a kid like that. Likes him, but... So long as the bad guys get their lights knocked out, I guess. That show really wasn't great, was it? Yeah, well, Mom made it, so we... So we... So we had to like it. Just like you had to carry a turbo around with you all day, every day? Anyway, Sarah started looking nervous after a while, shifting in her seat. And you and I could tell when a storm was coming, so when she got up to call someone, we made ourselves scarce. Back into our bedroom. I always felt safe in here. Guess it felt like that door was enough to keep her out. She respected our space, even when we were that young. Not that day she didn't. We were in here playing with... I don't know what. Then Sarah started fighting with someone on the comms. 
No, but I can't. It's just one day. You think I can't make it one day? Fine. I'll try calling again. Why not? Why the hell not? She didn't do that fighting in here, though. No, she didn't. But her next move was as stupid and careless as she was. An hour later, she stormed in here. Do you remember what she said? Benton, Juno, Mommy's leaving now. You know the rules, okay? Be safe, stay together, and don't go into the office. You won't be alone long, I promise. Mommy loves you. All right. So that looks... Fine? We were four, Ben. She was a single mother, man. So the woman needed some space. So what? She was gone all day. That's neglect. Not if nothing bad happens. And she meant to come back earlier, obviously. She said she wouldn't be that long. No, that's pretty much still neglect. And besides... You cops can be real buzzkills, can't you? Something bad did happen, you moron. What was that? Don't play dumb. I'm not... Come here. Hey, Juno. Here. We got into a fight. Right here? Right here. This is where I was standing when you ran away. You're right. We got in a fight over something. And then I ran. Outside. I looked down this hall and watched you go. I just stood here and let you run out into the city alone. You could have gotten killed. And you were... scared. So scared. I really did that. Of course you did. You weren't afraid of anything. Not even Mom. No, I was... usually afraid. What was the fight about? Who cares? Kid stuff. Probably make us sick to remember it now. Probably. But, hang on. This isn't where the fight started. It's where it ended. Where I hit you and ran, but... I broke something. Yeah, well... What was it? Something in our room? The living room? Or... Don't bother. Door's locked. Mom always kept the door to her office locked. Of course I'm paranoid. I've got these two running around, and all I've got on the line is... Stop whining. I know what I said. I don't care what I said. So just shut the... Oh, don't cry. Please don't. Not now. Not... Oh, I just... need to finish this, boys, okay? I know I said we'd go back to the fountain today, but... Once this is over... I promise, Juno, Ben, my little monsters. Once this is all over, and I've finished this, I'm gonna be all better. No more worries. No more stress. Nothing like this is ever going to happen again. And I know I've said that before, but I mean it. I really do. You'll see, and it'll all be worth it. Just one more hour. All better, huh? What? Do you think she was lying again? No. 
There, see? That about sums it up. Sums what up? Her whole... You know... I know better if you'd finish a sentence. Whatever. Anyway, that's how it happened. We fought, you ran away, some burglar came in, didn't even steal anything. I already got this version. Yeah, well... If we're gonna do this, then we're gonna do it right, Juno. Ah. Juno? No. You know what? No, we're done here. This is a dead end. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? What do you mean it doesn't matter? It's ancient history. No, it's worse than that. It's the prologue to ancient history. You're dead. Mom's dead. Let's all just give up and move on, right? If that's what I'm supposed to learn from this, fine. I get it. You can keep your other ghosts and let me wake up. Do you not remember? Of course I remember. It just doesn't matter. And if it's all the same to you, I'd rather not relive my oldest nightmare and feel like an idiot while I do it. Can we just drop it? And do what? I don't know. Wait until my stupid operation's over so I can get my head out of dreamland. So, you just want to sit here. You have a -a once-in-a-lifetime chance to answer any question about your life you want, and you're just gonna... hang out? No. Obviously, I'm gonna... get in some quality time with my brother. Juno. Like this. See? Cred Creeper. This was, like, your favorite game. And it usually ended in you crying and running out of the room. Guess we'll have to see if I got any better in the last 30 years. No. You usually won. That was the weird part. We're just going to relax. How do you like that? We're just going to sit here and play a game and kill time until... Turbos. It's all turbos. Everything in here is just... Goddamn radio. So just remember, it's a fact. You can... So, you're saying we're just going to let that go? Fine. It's probably about ten minutes after you left. I was alone. I was scared. I'd been staring at that door and beating myself up and thinking about going to get you that whole time. And if I had... But I didn't. And that's when someone came to the door. Steady your crying now, young hero, and Turbo will help you with Turbo Speed. Listen, I know it's dumb, but that's what I remember. Ben? Your brother Benton broke it, you say? And your mother will be angry. Ben, where are you? A situation most dire. She might hurt him, and you wouldn't want that, would you, Juno? No. No time, young hero. We must save the day with turbo speed. And that means we can't stop to ask for permission first. People need to be helped, Juno. The good guys always win. Ben? I'll just go into her office now. Put it all back together. Nobody will know. And if anyone asks, you must tell them Turbo did it. Ah! If you say Turbo did it one more time, Juno, just one more time, a violent outburst at local entertainment star. Amen. She was always, well, you know. So I always knew she might Juno, just... please, According you gotta to sources, calm down. Sarah Steele had a history of violent outbursts. I was blind without taking the Come on, stay with me, so Super Steele. No, 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 no. 
the sound of the tone, the time will be 11.45 p.m. Juno? Juno, are you okay? Where were you? I... What? Where were you? I told you I didn't want to. I told you, and you just left me again. Come on, man. I didn't have a choice. We're in your head. You always leave. I warned you for years, years, that mom was going to do something really bad one day, and you still stayed with her, and now here I am, still holding the bag alone, you selfish. Hey, I didn't mean to. Why did you stay with her? What does that have to do with- Why did you stay with her? I told you, if you don't know- Juno. <sighs> Come on. But we still gotta solve this thing. Freezer case, remember? Coldest one there is. You mean mom's stupid riddle? I've got it all figured out, thanks. She said I gave her life away to a goddamn cartoon character because he asked nicely, and then I was responsible for every bad thing that happened to us after that, and it turns out she was right. I deserved everything I got and more, and then you... That should have been me. It was supposed to be me, then everything would have been even. Juno. What are you still doing here, Ben Zayden? You're supposed to be dead. Benton? If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actor Mark Pierre and co-creators Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert in so far down the line, but with a major character and just be sort of plunged into the middle of this. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? Um, it's... I find it fun and interesting. Um, I know that can... It sounds daunting, like, just by, like, yeah. the phrasing <laughs> of it. Um, but the fun thing about it is that, you know, you're kind of, like, thrust into a world that is already set. And, mm. you know, you have to find your way in... How does, how does my character function in this world and granted like I'm you can also support the penumbra by liking us on facebook following us on twitter at the penumbra pod following us on tumblr at the penumbra podcast telling your friends about us telling your friends to tell their friends about us and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on itunes every rating comment and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come we would like to give special thanks to all who support us on patreon 
but especially to Camille Blanton, Karen Z.H., Cantaloupe, Fiona Parker, Ota Arcana, Reagan, Co., Kim Zygen, Aetha Lang, Vron, Charlie Spiegel, Minchowski, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, and pins your heart desires. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra podcast. This tale, Juno Steel and the Monster's Reflection, was told by the following people. Joshua Elon as Juno Steel, Mark Pierre as Benzaiton Steel, Kiki Samco as Sarah Steel, and Bob Musset and Alexander Stravinsky as the ensemble. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. <laughs>